the typical consumer gets on two to three platforms a day. If you truly want to effectively market your brand, your product, your business, whatever, you really need to be on multiple platforms. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Go Rogue Podcast. My name is Brian Fitton. This is the podcast dedicated to helping you as a marketer, as a business owner, to figure out what's going on in the social media digital marketing space. And today I am joined by some awesome people to talk about Facebook ads. And I know that you as as a person who's trying to figure out this digital landscape, Facebook ads is a really hot topic that we all want to figure out more about. There's so many intricate parts to it. And so I'm really excited to talk about this, actually. It's been uh, it's been something that I have used myself several times, figured out what doesn't work and what does work and all the things that you can do with it in between. So I'm really excited to uh, to bring our, our co-host today. So Miss Lauren, say what's up, Miss Lauren. How you doing? What's up? What's I'm excited up? to be here. Yes. She's rocking. So if you're watching on video, she's rocking some awesome gold headphones. So make sure that if you're listening to the audio version of this, jump over and check out. Because she's so fashionable. So fashionable. And then Mr. Nathan. Always. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And then Mr. Nathan Otwell. What's up, man? Hey, bud. How's it going? <laughs> good, good. So I'm going to be completely transparent. I we had some technical difficulties, and I may or may not have said some interesting things on our last recording, and I'm so glad that we get to re-record this, and that's what editing is for. So uh, just to give a brief overview of who you are, Nathan, why don't you tell our our listeners and our viewers uh, just a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I actually grew up in Northwest Arkansas. I don't know if this is like a local podcast only or what, but... If you're local to Northwest Arkansas, um, I grew up in Springdale, Arkansas. I actually grew up in Tinytown, but I went to school in Springdale. And from there, I went to Arkansas Tech University for a little while. I was there for about seven years. Um, It was actually a really fun ride. I went there originally for marketing and wound up adding an education degree to my studies as well. And the only reason I did it was so that I could coach football and also graduate with my wife who was three years behind me. Nice. So I literally just like, I I just tacked, I just tacked another degree on and wound up racking up, you know, another 50 to $80,000 in student (laughs) loans just, you know, for convenience. Just for the fun of it. (laughs) And uh, whenever I got out of there, we came back and, um, I, you know, I tried to do the whole uh, teaching and coaching thing. And if you, if you know anything about Northwest Arkansas, you know, it's incredibly tough to get in as a football coach around here because Mm -hmm. it's competitive. It's just super competitive. I tried it for about a year and a half and it just wasn't working out. I was substitute teaching. And I was like, you know, uh, me and my now wife, we had a baby at the time. And so, I needed to figure my career out and I had my marketing degree. So I went with that, started putting some applications and resumes out and stuff like that. Um, I actually got on board with a 
Walmart supplier marketing agency in the area that um, it's a third party agency that basically brand teams don't want to deal with the Walmart side of things. They just want to make like the national campaigns. Mm -hmm. And so what they do is they pay these agencies that are based in Northwest Arkansas that know people in the Walmart offices and stuff like that. They pay them to handle it so that they don't have to handle it. And um, I was in, I was in an agency doing that for a little while. Um, After that, I sheer dumb luck. I got in with a guy that's doing uh, Facebook ads in North and he's based here in Northwest Arkansas. He does Facebook ads for real estate. Mm -hmm. And, um, I actually got on as a support specialist to kind of help him manage his, uh, support processes and stuff like that. Wound up getting really good at it. One of the things that I realized whenever I got into the back end of Facebook is that stuff that I was paying, hundreds of thousands of dollars for on the Walmart side of things I could literally do in Facebook for pennies compared to what I was doing at Walmart. Nice. Um, You know, we used to pay, you know, max point yield bought vendors like these that charge 150 to $200,000 for a two to three month campaign for a Walmart supplier to put some banner ads up on on the internet in different places. (laughs) And I'm basically using, you know, Facebook and Instagram and audience network in the same exact way, getting leads for two bucks, three bucks, whatever the case may be, you know? And so it was really interesting. Like whenever I got into, I didn't know anything about Facebook ads. I didn't know anything about Instagram. I just knew that they were social platforms at the time. It was like 2015, 2016, you know, Facebook ads were still kind of new, still kind of fresh. And mm-hmm. literally within like two to three years, it just blew up. Like everybody oh, yeah. figured it out. <clears throat> everybody figured it out. It's cheap. It's it's where everybody's at. There's two billion people at any given moment on Facebook and Instagram. Wow. And super easy to just get people where they're at. And um, so, yeah. So basically I've been doing that for the past two, two and a half years. Um, I did it for, I did it for that guy for a little while, moved up into the ranks and became his chief marketing officer. Then whenever we parted ways, I started doing some consulting for, um, a national agency that we did, we ran campaigns for about six or seven, uh, big time budget clients, uh, six figure budgets. All of them had six figure budgets. And I mean, the main thing is like, Everybody sees a, a really big ROI and return on ad spend with Facebook. So, you know, everybody's kind of interested in it. And mm-hmm. it's really easy to, especially for the local entrepreneur or even the entrepreneur that's on a national level but doesn't have that that physical presence. Like yeah. their their online presence is big, but that's it. They don't have like, you know, a huge company. They're not like based in New York or Miami or LA with, you know, a skyscraper office or anything like that. They're just, you know, they're, they've got a niche and they're popular in it. And I mean, these people are spending millions of dollars on Facebook and Instagram ads and nobody really knows about it until they get into it. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's what I'm excited to talk to you about today because there are a lot of 
I guess when we look at it, it's like a lot of the marketing around Facebook ads is geared towards kind of the small business startup. So boost a post or, you know, run a, a small campaign or something like that. And we can talk about even kind of the effectiveness of, you know, small budget stuff, because if you're if your creative is good and your targeting is good, you don't have to spend a ton of money in order to get the results that you're that you're trying to go after. So um so real quick, but before we before we dive too heavy into that, because I appreciate you kind of kind of telling us a little bit about who you are, Nathan. But we want to know even a little bit deeper into the Nathan Otwell universe. Okay, uh, so we have some some quick hitting questions, and Lauren, you're involved in this, so you have to answer these as well. Okay, so we're gonna put Lauren on the spot first. So Lauren, what is your favorite terrible snack that you like to enjoy? Probably. The- Honestly, it's really boring. Maybe Chex Mix. Chex Mix Am is not terrible. Oh, yeah. there it's not terrible. It's healthy. It's not healthy, it's like... though. <laughs> no, it's not. That's cheating. That's that so cheating. Look at a salt walk. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. All right, Nathan, what's your what's your favorite terrible snack? I mean, I don't know if it's considered a snack or not, but but this stuff right here. This this liquid gold. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here I'm going to put you on the big uh, screen. So so Nathan, actually I think we're both we both have a little bit of that tonight too. So that helps you get through some podcasting. Uh, but yeah, oh, yeah. It's been a long day. It's been a long day, man. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so I'm going to answer this real quick. So mine right now I'm seasonal with my terrible snacks. By the way, uh, so the Reese's cup eggs. For some reason, you know, the Easter egg. So we're in the middle of spring-ish time. It's getting close to Easter. Man, those things are so good. And actually, technically, they're lower on carbs and lower on sugar and higher on protein because of the uh, the peanut butter. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make mine healthy too. Anyway, all right. Um, Wait until you get into the Easter candy. So my wife is the she's on the buying team for uh, Sam's Club uh-huh. candy and flowers. Oh, and yeah. she gets all the new candy before it comes out. Oh. And so I can tell you, like, there's some surprises in store for Easter with Reese's especially. <laughs> I love Reese's so much. Oh, I love it so much. Don't tell me. I don't want to know anymore because I'll be 300 pounds by summer. So uh, I already have my my jelly beans, my Starburst jelly beans, and also the Reese's Cup. Those are my go-to. So anyway, all right. So, hey, let's jump into this real nice. quick. Um, so let's talk real fast about, honestly, about kind of the history and progression of, so Nathan, you would probably know the history of Facebook ads and kind of where it got started a little bit. And you, I mean, you're, you're obviously deep in the world of that, but talk us through kind of some of the progression of Facebook ads. And I say progression, even regression, because obviously they pulled some of those features that you were with, with targeting and, and that type of stuff. They pulled that back a little bit. Um, because of obviously the, the amount of attention it got during the political campaigns with Cambria, uh, no Cambridge right. analytics and just it, all this stuff. I mean, it's, it's been really good for marketers, but then it's also been, you know, there's obviously been some, uh, some changes, which is fine. But, uh, yeah, why don't you kind of give us your opinion a little bit about that? And then Lauren kind of yours after as well. I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts on that. Man, and 2015 2016 this stuff was easy it was so easy like (laughs) you could get you could get people you could get impressions 
like three to five bucks for a thousand impression. Wow. Like, like insane, insane costs back in 2015, 2016. Um, and, you could do some stuff that like it's damn near illegal to think about it because it's like, like, like you can, I mean, Facebook. Okay. So you have to think about this. There's 2 billion people at any given moment on Facebook Mm -hmm. and Facebook has this little piece of HTML code. that's called the pixel Mm -hmm. and their pixel is used by every stinking company out there every website that you can think of every every anything Mm -hmm. has their little piece of coding on it to market on facebook and whenever you get this pixel you're doing two things you're putting the pixel on your stuff so that you can track people that are coming from facebook to your to your site or landing page or whatever but in return you are telling facebook you can use all of this data, mm-hmm. all of it. Everybody that's traveling to my site, you can have it. I'm going to give it to you. And so Facebook is a hub of information. Like it's yeah. just, it's, 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 it's so much data packed into miles and miles of servers out in Palo Alto. Like just tons of them, right? And they have all this server space and everything that's packed into the server space is everybody's literal like map of what they've done online all day long. Yeah. You think about everything you've done online today. Think about everything. Facebook can literally like, it's almost like playing God on online Mm -hmm. because Facebook can literally track you everywhere you go, everywhere you go. And so, and so back then, it was super easy to market because you could, I mean, there was stuff in the Facebook back end that you could select, like, demographics and behaviors that, like, I could I could literally go and target somebody that was in the market for a Mercedes-Benz in the next 30 to 90 days. Wow. I used to be able to do that. They don't have that anymore. But what, what was going on was Facebook had their pixel on all of the Mercedes-Benz stuff their website and all that. And anytime somebody would build a car on face on, on the Mercedes Benz website, Facebook would instantly drop them into this bucket of people that were basically car shopping mm-hmm. or they went on autotrader.com and they started, you know, doing little uh, payment calculators or something like that. And what that tells Facebook is these people have taken this action. And so we're going to dump them in this bucket of people that, theoretically are going to purchase this car in the next 30 to 90 days mm-hmm. or they've done something that puts them in the category of we used to be able to target income you could target people that made a hundred thousand dollars a year you could target people that made sixty thousand dollars a year you could target i mean you could target anything bro anything mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was it was just this plethora of information and data that whenever i was in the walmart supplier stuff i literally spent days inside of data dumps, scrubbing spreadsheets that I would get from uh, Walmart, sco- Walmart store scans. Mm-hmm. So, you know, regional Walmart store, whatever, they send us their scan data of all the products that have been purchased in the last 30 days. We had to take that spreadsheet apart 
and we had to figure out which SKUs are being bought in that region and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Thing is, Facebook can literally do that online because they've got their pixel on every single store that you're going to. And so if you purchase something on any store, they're literally, it's just like getting Walmart scan data. Like if you go and purchase something in an online store, they've got you. Yeah. They know exactly what you're doing. So wait a second. You're telling me that the government knows what I'm buying right now. I'm just teasing. So it's so funny because I see these like conspiracy theory people and they're like, I don't want anybody to know. And I'm like, dude, it started like 1995. The first time you opened up Google, like people, I mean, you have, that's just, I mean, that's the world we live in, in the digital age. If you're going to participate, you, you agree to these platforms and what they're using your information for. Obviously there has been some pushback with that. And so now, now we're at a point where targeting is a little more difficult, but there are some more privacy things put in place, which I think as a consumer, I appreciate. But still, there is a, like you said, a plethora of, of information out there now. Um, so let's let's hit on that real quick. So the Facebook Pixel, that is definitely one of those things that if you as a marketer or somebody who is running a small business have a website, you have to, have to, have to, have to have your Facebook Pixel installed somewhere on your site or even specifically like what we talked about. It's kind of the world we live in and you as, as a business owner, as a marketer, you want to make sure that those things are installed because you can then go back and retarget them on Facebook. And if you are, rather than just going to a completely cold audience, trying to say, hey, here, here's who we are. You've never heard of us, but here's who we are. You already kind of have a lead in to say, hey, you already know who we are. You've been on our site. You've taken some action to get involved or engaged with us. And so now we would like to follow up with you and either provide you some more information, some more tips, tricks, whatever it is, or bring you into our sales funnel or, or start a conversation with you, which is the biggest piece of it. So Nathan, what have you really seen in that aspect? So kind of some some really effective Facebook ads when it comes to some of that retargeting, um, specifically around the Facebook pixel or what you've seen um, on different sites. Cause I know you do a lot with different courses and I know you've done, I mean, you've obviously been in the real estate space, so you've kind of had a, a broad look at this, but what, what exactly have you seen that's been very effective in that? So, I mean, I would say that the main thing is that the general consumer roughly gets on two to three different platforms a day. You got, you got Facebook, you've got Instagram, you've got YouTube, you've got Google search, you've got LinkedIn, you've got all these different platforms, right? The typical consumer gets on two to three platforms a day. If you truly want to effectively market your brand, your product, your business, whatever, you really need to be on multiple platforms. Mm -hmm. And the great thing about the Facebook marketing is that Facebook owns Instagram. So you can literally market on Instagram through Facebook. Yeah. When, when you get this pixel information, you can start retargeting people on Instagram as well as Facebook. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, people that you can retarget pretty much anything that, that people do on Facebook you can also retarget. So if you watch somebody's videos for three seconds, 10 seconds, whatever, basically you can retarget somebody just because they stopped and watched the video. Mm-hmm. Um, what this does is 
it creates what I call the path to purchase. It creates a consumer journey. And whenever you can kind of tie in multiple platforms to your consumer journey, it's almost like that ad is following you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know, especially like in the retail world, when we talk about e-commerce, if you go to a store and you look at a pair of shoes and then you get back on Facebook or Instagram a little bit later and all of a sudden this pair of shoes is on your feed. And then you get on Instagram a little bit later and you're going through stories and all of a sudden there's a story of, you know, LeBron James dunking in these <laughs> shoes, right? Yeah. It's like it's like this pair of shoes is just following you everywhere. And that's literally what, like when we talk about social marketing, that's literally what we want to go after. We want to create this this ad, this this consumer journey that follows the consumer until they get so interested that it's like, man, I mean, these people, they've been marketing towards me for days on end. I'm just going to see what's up. I'm going to see what's mm-hmm. about. And the first thing that somebody does is they go and look for reviews. Yep. They'll go to the website and they'll look at reviews. If you have really good reviews on your website and you have a really good social platform, you can basically get, I mean, enormous returns on your ad spend from doing this. And so it's really like, you know, a lot of people in this day and age, when they when they think about, you know, getting into a small business or when they think about, you know, doing like a side hustle or something like that, selling something is usually the easiest way to do it. Like, you know, I've, I've got a passion for this, so I'm going to sell it. And the first thing that they do is they go and make a store, mm-hmm. right? If you can get your pixel and if you can get some, some, you know, good engagement pieces on Facebook and Instagram that are really, really focused, targeted towards the type of people that you want to go after, which is super important in itself, you know, going after the right people, the messaging that you're going after, like tying those two things together is really important on the front end because if you can get somebody that's even mildly interested in what you have to sell and you start retargeting them on a daily basis, it's, it's, it's subconscious. It's, it's just how we shop now. It's like, you know, you see it, you're interested. And we talk about this, the, the consumer funnel. And, you know, when you think about a funnel, it's literally a shape of a funnel at the top, you know, you got this big opening and at the bottom, you got a little opening. And so if you think about it, like the top is basically all these people that you dropped into this consumer funnel. And what we've done is we've spiraled them down to where we get sales drip out the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's only the best people at the bottom that, that want to buy what you have to sell. They've, they've researched you. They've seen you three to five to 10 times and they purchase something like that's, that's really the power in it is just taking somebody on the journey that you want to take them through. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I, I'll say this for like a personal experience. I'm, I'm a big fan of being marketed to well, like I want to be marketed to, especially if I've already interacted with your brand. Like I want you to do that in a, in a, a good, effective way. And so one of the brands that I came to love way, way back in the day um, was is called Peak Design. So I'm a, I'm a photographer as well. And so Peak Designs mm-hmm. has made a very well-crafted bag for photographers. They've And they've now expanded into other uh, additional accessories and straps and different things like that. But 
they they were launching a Kickstarter campaign. I watched one of their videos. I watched probably at least 75% of it, so then I got retargeted with a new video. I got retargeted again with another um, really good copy in that space. Um, I then checked out their website, read through it. I was like, I'm not ready to buy yet. A little while later, I got retargeted again with like some review stuff. So there was, there was a piece of it to where it was like... There's so many things that are happening in this in this amount of like of you talk about the sales funnel. I mean, it coming down in that aspect. Like, I was uh, time and time again. They were showing me new content, stuff that was relevant to their Kickstarter campaign. They were targeting it well because all of a sudden it was like the things, like the pain points that I had as a photographer. All of a sudden, I began to see that their product was definitely going to be something that would solve that problem. And so. When we got into it, I finally decided to buy, and then I bought one of the smaller bags. Now I have, good grief, I have two or three different bags. I have also on top of that, I have the their their strap thing that goes on the bag itself. I mean, I've I've now gotten completely into their ecosystem, and it is one of those things that it's it's like I'm not mad at them for running those Facebook ads. Like I'm I'm glad I ended up buying it and I love their product. I've given them plenty of reviews and now here I am talking about it again. But the copy was good, the creative was good when it came to the video. It showed their behind the scenes process, how they put the time and effort into designing this. Um, they targeted me as a photographer in a in a well uh, in a way that it that it obviously made sense. So it wasn't just cold completely because um, my wife didn't see that same ad. So I'm, she would have completely, you know, not even, even though she's tied to photography, they did it in, in a great way. And so that's always one of those that I, I refer back to when people are like, well, I don't want people to know what I'm looking at and shopping through and whatever else and what I'm buying. I'm like, I do. I don't want to see different commercials about, you know, uh, makeup and different things like that it has nothing to do with me. Now, it's obviously maybe tied to somebody else, but with me, I would much rather have things that I'm very interested in targeted at me, advertised to me. And so that's just that's just one Absolutely. of those things yeah, that uh, I think people forget on this other side of it, um, that our customers in general want that. They want to be wooed in a very effective way. Mm-hmm. Everybody... That's that's 100% accurate. And in this day and age, you know, it really is, it's the way we shop now. It just is. I mean, you know, you think about it like, like again, if, if the majority of people listening in on this thing are local to Northwest Arkansas, they kind of keep up with what's going on with Walmart. Walmart's invested millions and almost almost billions of dollars in online now mm -hmm. just over the past year and a half um i went to uh i went to shareholders last year and that was literally all they talked about was all of the dot-com stuff that was come that was coming and going on and now you got like online pickup and they're fixing a rollout you know uh groceries delivery and all that good stuff mm -hmm. like it's just it's how we shop now it yeah. literally is yeah. and you know you, you take a look at how much time you're on social media like where's a better place to get you where's a where's a better place to talk to people about your brand or anything when literally that's where people are all day long yeah yeah absolutely absolutely um so with our with our Generally, with our audience, you know, those that are listening, um, looking for those tips and tricks, what is what is a place that people can start if they never run a Facebook ad? They're like, you know what, I want to do this. I don't know the first place to even go. Um, 
Lauren, we'll start with you. What are, what are kind of some places or some things that they need to maybe look out for, um, you know, first-timer mistakes? What, what's something that they can they can do to, to kind of get ahead of the curve? Um, I think one of the – we get kind of fixated on uh, the graphic. And I think – I mean, a good graphic is something to hold dear to. But, but um, I think um, it's important to take some time to invest into learning some of the terminology because um, there's a lot to it. And you'll be like, I don't know what that is. I guess it's not important. And then you just pass by. Like, it's an option. Like, you're choosing whether it's a blue or red ad. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll just click options and I'll just go through it. Um, it is. It, it's it's important either to take a time to learn the terminology or to invest in a digital marketing company to help you along with that process. Um, I think also to, you know, if you are getting the chance to make your own um, ad, um, to remember that this is a really specific tip, that you can't put a lot of uh, text on that ad. Uh, they get really oh, angry yeah. pretty fast. <laughs> um, and that's something um, with the company iBird, they want to pack. Yeah, they want to pack so much on top of that. And I'm like, maybe like two words. <laughs> 20%. Exactly. 20% is all you get. You get a little corner and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're very, very picky on what you can write in on your ads. And they have some really specific guidelines. Um, and you have to really focus in on what those guidelines say um, and really talking about your business and what it does, not about your audience. Mm-hmm. That's that's fantastic. Nathan, anything to add to that? Uh, I would say, you know, really get involved in video because there's, you know, just like Lauren was saying with the graphics, if you can get more involved in video on Facebook, Facebook by and large really likes video. They, they, they consider themselves a video platform. Um, Instagram is where the graphics really thrive. And so understanding how the two platforms, here's the thing with Facebook, you got to play in their arena. Like Mm -hmm. kind of like what Lauren was saying, you know, you only get 20% on your graphic, 20% of the overall graphic can be text and that's it. That's all you get. If you try to do more, Facebook's going to turn your ad off. Um, if you try to say the wrong types of stuff in your ad that are, um, you know, discriminating to race, gender, you know, you can't even say like in real estate, for instance, you can't even say, you know, this home is for sale in the best school district in Northwest Arkansas, because mm-hmm. what that does is it discriminates against people that can't afford that. Wow. And so, you know, there's, there's different things that, get, that come into play. The best thing that, that I, I typically tell people is, a, invest in education. Like, don't be afraid to go out there and, you know, buy a course, watch some webinars, something that, like, don't try to do it just without any type of knowledge whatsoever. You'll mess it up every time. Yeah. You, you will. Like, <laughs> you just will. It's, it's so, it's so difficult to know everything about the platform without going through some type of educational experience or something. Yeah. And so, um, you know, highly, I highly encourage people to, you know, go through an education program or, you know, get on YouTube, whatever you got to do. If you're, if you're dead broke and you're trying to make it, you know, social is the way to go. But at the same time, you can really, 
Facebook will take your money. <laughs> They'll take oh, your yeah. money. You know what I mean? They don't have a problem with that. <laughs> you'll go through you'll go through a hundred bucks in ads and nothing to show for it, and you're sitting there going, What did I what did I do this for? And typically, you know, a lot of new timers, they'll, they'll get in this vicious cycle of they'll try to do something, they'll put a hundred bucks towards it and they lose that hundred dollars and they're like, oh no, I'm done. Yep. And yep. so it didn't work. they don't do it ever again. Mm-hmm. And then maybe two weeks later, a month later, they can pay off their credit card bill or whatever they used for that ad. And so they give it a try again. And the same thing happens. And it's like, they just sit there and go, Facebook doesn't work. Yep. It doesn't work. But in reality, it's like, if you just invested into the education a little bit and really learned the platform and learned, you know, for instance, like I said, with video, you can retarget so many different things with videos that if you just make the funniest video you can go make, like if you just, you know, get some of your buddies together and go, I don't know, jump on cars or something like <laughs> just something that's engaging. Yeah. Getting people yeah. to watch it. That's what people do. Like, dude, memes are memes are practically 75% of Facebook these days. Mm-hmm. Like if you can make something like that, if you can, yeah, <laughs> see, that's what I mean. People just, they like to see this type of stuff. They like funny stuff. They like polarizing stuff. But the thing is you can't make an ad that's polarizing. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, it's really just about understanding who you're going after, really making content that they can engage with and then putting a message behind it that they can connect with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's I, it. I, I would say, and that, that brings up a great point. I would say, start with who you're targeting first, then work your way down to the creative, the copy, all of that first. So many people go out and they make a commercial and they're like, all right, now we want to run Facebook ads. And it's like, well, who is this targeted to? Well, kind of these people and these people. And it's it's for everybody. Well, you're going to spend a lot of money. <laughs> and so yeah. taking it from the opposite side and kind of deconstructing it. So that way, you know, specifically this ad is for this, this demographic of people. And I want to make sure that my creative uh, reflects that. And so, um, but Anyway, all right, so some final words. Uh, Miss Lauren, you have some final words for uh, for our, our guests or anybody out there today around Facebook ads? Um, you should definitely try it, but I totally agree with Nathan. If you're going to try it, you need to be educated about it. And don't throw your money just in the trash can, just trying random things. Like It's definitely worth getting educated and trying it out um, and doing it right. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Mr. Uh, Mr. Otwell, any final words? I would say don't be afraid of it and don't be afraid to fail and don't be don't be pessimistic towards it if you do fail because you know, there's a lot of people that get paid a lot of money to do this stuff. And so it's like just because it's social doesn't mean that a 15, 16-year-old kid can do it and you can't True. Just because it's social doesn't mean anybody can do it. You know, Facebook's going to tell you that you can boost a post on your business page or, you know, whatever the case may be. But that's literally, that's that's scraping the surface. And it's like, it's a whole nother ballgame. It really is. There's There's a whole, you know, there's a whole industry behind it. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, don't be afraid of it because it can really open up some doors. It really can 
whether you're an entrepreneur, small business owner, um, an agency, like this is something with, with Northwest Arkansas, I've been really trying to kind of disrupt the old traditional way of doing things in Northwest Arkansas with Walmart, you know, spending so much money on things that aren't really relevant anymore. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know, get where, get where people are at and stay relevant. That's really what it's all about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Hey, uh, thank you so much, Nathan, for joining us today. Where can people find more information about you? If they want to get in contact with you, um, what, uh, where's the best place to do that? Um, I live on Facebook <laughs> as we've, as we've kind of discussed. And <laughs> if you're so, watching this video, I mean, he may retarget you with his face. Who knows? Maybe who knows? I might, I might, <laughs> what I might do is I might get a recording of this thing, put it on my business page and then Ooh. start re. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but, uh, no, um, I can, they can get at me on Facebook with my, um, my personal account is Nathan Altwell. And I also have two business pages. One is a digital nitro LLC, which is my agency. And then I have another page. that's just for fun. It's called the angry marketer. (laughs) And literally like, like we were, I was talking to Brian about this earlier. Like, the angry marketer thing is an inside joke, but it's really funny if you know the story. And so, you know, you can find it though. Make sure, yeah, make sure to check check out Nathan on there. Uh, and uh, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Excited to talk with us. And we'd obviously love to continue this conversation, so make sure you check out uh, Go Rogue Podcast and also uh, Go Rogue X on Facebook, GoRogueX.com. And uh, we'd love to help you guys through this. And this is stuff we enjoy doing. So make sure to, uh, to hit us up, hit Nathan up, myself and Lauren. So awesome. Hey, thanks. Have a great day, guys. <laughs>